comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Move your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Tonight's episode, Head and Shoulders, Knees and Toes, Knees and Toes. Face. Weird. But weird. Shoulders down. For wow. me, for me, it's face first, mm-hmm. then the butt, mm-hmm. then hair, mm-hmm. then everything else. Wow. For me, uh, neck down to the toes, then back up to the uh, to the, the posterior section, and then I uh, uh, I rewash hands and then do face shampoo, brush teeth. It, it works really well for me. Rewashing of the hands. That's, well, a, that's, it, a, that's, it, it's, that's Yes, key. it is. And, and, and I am very conscious of that. But what I want, I want to keep my, I want to keep my, my face dry for as much of the process as possible because you don't have like the water getting in your eyes and then it's all stingy and stuff. And okay. Nobody likes that. Welcome to Half Hour Wasted episode 469. Before we get into Yay. the... Meat. You know, the meat of the show. Going to make a phone call real quick. Okay. This person wanted to okay. participate in the last episode, but and I wish I had a uh, an eighth inch to XLR uh, adapter for us, because that'd be cool. Technology. This is not going to be the best audio Hello. quality. Oh my! Shh. Hey, Shh. Ashley. Hi. Ashley, this is my uh, my daughter. Ashley, we're uh, recording with Frank and Bill. How are you? Good. Does Ashley know who she's talking to? Yay! Yeah, she knows. Yeah, she's on speaker, so you guys can. She'll hear you. Ashley, 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 Ashley. Now, which one are you? Are you the favored or the second favorite daughter? That's a good Um, question. I don't know, but he calls me Junior, so however you want to say that. All right. We talked about Captain Marvel last episode. Just give us your your. Very quick review. Um, I liked it so much. I ordered Captain Marvel sunglasses. <laughs> she spent awesome. she spent an ungodly amount of money on Captain Marvel branded sunglasses. How much? You want to tell them? Um, less than three figures or three. Less okay. than three less digits. Than right. It was less, less than a hundred, but it was more than fifty. Okay, let's yep. just put it that way. All right. Um, where does it rank in your? Marvel movies. I know that's kind of a hard open-ended question, but um, okay. Give us your reverse flashes out of five. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so I've only seen it one time. I wanted to go again last night, but Jacob and I decided it was more important to watch Game of Thrones. We're rewatching it. 
Okay. Game of Thrones airs. So we didn't go again last night. But on one viewing, I think I give it 4.25 reverse flashes. Beauty. That's good, beauty. That's high. Okay. Um, and uh, you, you had a request of Frank and Bill, but it requires just a bit of backstory? It requires just a little bit of backstory. I don't remember this specific episode. Dad, do you? No, I, I don't, but... Okay, well, I can find it. But, so I've been going through, listening to old episodes. Um, I've just recently gotten back into podcasts. There's a few I'm listening to right now. But I've been going back through listening to all of the old episodes that are posted. It stops at like 250 or 260 something. Yeah, I need to go but, back further back in time before that and, and repost a bunch of old episodes. But okay. she started listening to us uh, again recently. Okay. And I'm I'm jumping around, like, listening to ones. She's cherry-picking like, based on topics. Yeah, some of them I'm still dodging because I haven't seen a movie or some of them I don't really care to listen to and I'll listen to them later. So I was listening to one, and it's episode 264. And about 50 or so minutes into it, you guys are talking about how bad Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter looks. <laughs> And about how you think it, you think it would be dumb and everything. So I was giggling at this episode because Dad and I saw it when it came out in theaters, and we really, really enjoyed it. Do you remember what I and, said to you? Huh? Do you remember what I said to you when when we were leaving? We were leaving the movie theater, and my dad looked at me and said, "That is my favorite movie." Right now. <laughs> so what would you... And it's really good. What would I, you, I really enjoy that movie. What is your request? My request is that Frank and Bill, who both did not want to watch the movie... Have either of you seen it since it. then? The uh, I Abraham actually Lincoln have Vampire seen Hunter. it. I, I went to the theater and saw it. So this must be before I saw it, but just basing it on the trailer. Okay. I'm did, thinking... Did you have you seen Abraham Lincoln? I, I, I'm still living an Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter free life. Okay, so Ashley would like us all to rewatch it and do an episode where we review the movie. Really? I will do that. Um, like I could do that. Yeah. All right, I would do that for Ashley and the show for me. Yeah, I'm not a fan no, of we'll... documentaries actually, but I will do that for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm with Frank. I really like it's it. a really good it's point, fun. Frank. It was a really fun movie. I thought it was going to be ridiculous, but I ended up loving it. Now, I, I will it, say my memory serves that I liked it. Uh, so I'm thinking that must have been my reaction before I went to go see it, thinking it was dumb. Yeah, I think we were just basing it on the trailer. Isn't that right, Ashley? I think, if I remember correctly, I think the episode was you guys going through a list of summer blockbusters ah, oh and yeah. saying, yeah. yeah, I want to see this. No, I don't want to see this. And oh, okay. Like, why? And I think that that was one of them. And I guess just based on the trailer and like the concept, you guys weren't very interested. Hmm. But that, right. I I like it. And every once in a while, I'll pop the movie in because it's fun. And that's that's a really good point. I I was not interested in seeing it. You you had me nailed there. Well, guess what, Bill? I will provide you with a copy of the Whoa, movie. Oh, okay. All to right. see it to right. for review purposes. Cool. Good. Okay. And I'll, re I'll figure out. I'll rewatch it. Somehow. Okay. Well. I'll I'll provide you with a copy as well. Cool. Okay. Thank All you. All right. 
All right, Ashley, we're going to move many, on to... uh many copies this guy have? ...to the meat of the episode. <laughs> what does this guy's what deal? What episode are you doing right now? Uh, this is... What did I just say? This 470? 470, I yeah. believe. Um, 470. So that's pretty good. Okie dokie. All right. Have a good day. Are you at work today? No, I'm off work today. Jacob and I just made breakfast, and we're watching um, Scooby-Doo. Good for you. I can't imagine a Good better morning. Good for you. Nice. <laughs> nice. Right. Love you. Good kid. Love you. Bye, bye. Frank and Bill. All right. Bye. You hang up first. Okay, bye. <laughs> there she goes. She hung up. All right. Yeah, Brad, she's a good one. Oh, I know. So she uh, she surprised me. She goes, she'll text me every once in a while. I'm listening to such and such episode. That's sweet. And you, where you were talking about this. And yeah, so. By the way, I've been listening to the Ron Burgundy podcast. Oh, what? I've never heard yeah. of such a thing. Will Ferrell is back in character as Ron Burgundy. Really? And Ron Burgundy has his own podcast. Oh, I'm subscribing it's, right now. It's pretty fun. We, um, It's pretty fun. Zoe and I just kind of half-accidentally... Ron Burgundy podcast. It's pretty funny. We, we saw Anchorman uh, came on the TV. The, yeah. It was one of the it was one of the, the pay channels, luckily, so we didn't right. have to worry about them commercials. But oh my god, that thing came on. We're about five minutes into it, and it's like okay. Next thing we knew, the end credits were rolling, and we howled the whole time. It's funny, dude. It's really funny. Oh, you just made my day. <laughs> and it can get uncomfortable. Good. Yeah, but um, it's pretty funny. Wow, he goes on for like 30 minutes in some of these. That's amazing. Yeah, and he's got a sidekick uh-huh. who is in touch with reality. Mm-hmm. It's a girl named Caroline. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. And uh, at the end of the episode, she always does fact checks. It's okay, pretty great. funny. Can't wait. <laughs> Cannot yeah. wait. Thank you for that. Oh, You're my. You're welcome. I'm, uh, looking, I'm looking for the Hulk music. Why can't I find the Hulk music? Oh, man. I know it's there. Uh, I, I think, uh, Brad, last episode, you kind of prepped everyone for what this episode was going to be about. Uh, and there's, a, I wouldn't say tear-jerking, but there's going to be some emotions uh, expressed in this uh, in this episode. And I think we all have stories that we're going to share one another. Um, Here it is. It's staring me in the face. And I'll be more than happy to go first. Man, should I have, should, should I have gone back and should I have redone the, the opening... The opening line of the episode, and no, 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 it's going back and we warned like, people that this yeah. was going to be a, a a downer, quote unquote, downer, serious episode. Yeah, hey, tonight, w- you on know, a very special episode of Half Hour Wasted. <laughs> we are, we're humans, we're yeah. real people. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have problems just like you do, allegedly. People. Yeah, I mean, maybe you all do. Think about your worst day that you had last week. I bet I can beat it. Yeah. I mean, we've all got problems. Yeah. This is a very special episode of Half Hour Wasted. So I'll go ahead and I'll get I'll get the ball rolling. And uh, you know, uh, it, it depends on, on where you are. You know, when it's happening to you, you're gonna finally own up to your white privilege, Frank. <laughs> so uh, okay, back in January, guys, uh, I had a fantastic trip planned to Machu Picchu. I was gonna go to a wedding. See some friends, and and uh, it was going to be it was probably going to be the last trip I took with this group of friends. Have you seen Greg Jennings' photos? Shut up. Anyway, you missed yes, out. I know. I, I and know. I my heart breaks for you because of that. I just I, I I can't even listen to this because I I just I I hate life so. But hard you know what? I hear this after you hear this story, people. You guys are gonna. I know. We all know. Frank and I and Bill and I know. 
that Frank is your favorite. We know this. We accept it. There's no we doubt. We embrace it. <laughs> yes. And after this story... Well, we rely on it. You frankly. guys, yeah, you guys are going to love Frank even more. You think you couldn't love Frank any more than you do right now, but I promise you, you're going to want to have Frank's babies. That's I, all I can say. Yeah, I, I, think I that's cannot true. love Frank anymore. And I know you've tried. When was this trip planned? <laughs> okay. When did this happen? So this was back in and by the January. Way, we're very serious about everything we're talking about in this episode, but like a lot of humans, we deal with pain. With laughter. Yeah. Laughter. Okay. Uh, so let me even go back a little further. Back in August of last year, I adopted NASA. How long had it been since you lost Flashlight? Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, Ten years plus. Long-time wow. listeners will yeah. remember Flashlight wow. as a staple that, yeah. of early no half-hour wasted long. days. And it took me a while to kind of gear up to get another dog. I get very emotional over dogs, and, and, and so it took me a while to kind of get one. Anyway, NASA's in my life. I'm so happy I have her. But so back in August, I adopted her, and we created a friendship, and she's my best friend. Does she trust you now? Do you feel she like she's warmed me. up to you now? Oh, yeah. we. Uh, in fact, we go for walks in a park where she's off leash now. Oh, that's and, great, you know, man. She comes when I tell her to. Oh, cool. Stuff like that. So we have a very, so, you know, it's, it's a very um, uh, human dog bonding good relationship. So I had that. So I got NASA, and she's in my life, and I love it. And uh, I planned this trip to go on a wedding with some friends in Machu Picchu. And I had planned it, and we had all these activities, and we were all going to do all this stuff, and it was going to be like a week of fun. For those that don't know where Machu Picchu is, tell them where it is. Peru. In the southern American continent. Yes. Southern hemisphere. It's going to be like a 16-hour flight. Yeah. Uh, But you know what? That's okay. You know, I'm flying. Flying to Lima, I guess. Flying to Lima. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, the trip is planned. Uh, a friend of mine says, you know what? I'd love to take care of your dog, uh, because, uh, you know, uh, I've been wanting to get a dog and, and I think it'd be fun and good friend of mine go, you know what? That would save me some money. Let's do it. Yeah. You can take NASA. So I drop NASA off at her house and, uh, next day I go to the airport for my flight and now you got to remember this was back when the TSA, uh, um, back when they weren't getting paid. Oh, wow. Oh, during the uh, shutdown. shutdown. During the okay. shutdown, yeah. So I get there three hours early because I don't know what the lines are going to be like. Sure. Wow. So I get there really early. So I, I get there, no problem going through security. I'm like two, I'm waiting for my flight two hours. One hour. I'm just sitting down, reading a book, just relaxing. I get a phone call from my friend saying NASA had escaped. The backyard or something? Yeah. And she didn't know what to do. And she was near tears. I say, okay, I'll be there in a minute. So, I, so you're I get less than an hour I'm from boarding hour your away. flight to Peru. Yes. And you get a phone call that says, Frank, your dog is missing. Yes. Your dog escaped. I don't know what to do. I, How many I don't seconds do. went by before you said, all right, um, I'm, I'm leaving right now? Two. I mean, uh, basically, I didn't have, wow. like, I couldn't think of another option. Like, I'm not going to go on my trip. Dollar signs just didn't flash and f- burning dollar signs just didn't flash no. in front of your brain. Oh, no, it, because it was just like, I gotta get my dog. This, people, is, uh, is why Frank is one in a million. This is, this is why they call them fur I babies, honestly, by the way. I honestly don't know how I would have handled it. Yeah. I probably would have started making phone calls to a million people saying, 
you guys got to go find my dog. Yeah. But Frank, without hesitation, said, trip to Peru or my new dog? <sighs> trip to Peru or my new dog? Well, there's no question there. I yeah. probably would have gotten on the flight and then downloaded like the uh, the 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 Plano uh, dog pound app. <laughs> <laughs> So, so all right. uh, I just, I just, I'm yeah. just interested in the new arrivals. Okay, right. Oh my God. Um. So, uh, were you I with anybody? Were you traveling no, alone? No, we were. Uh, I was oh, traveling geez. alone. We were all kind of meeting in one area, and then we we're all gonna, you know, we we're all staying at the same hotel and stuff like okay. that. Okay. So it's not like you turned to somebody and said, "Guess what? Uh, I'm not getting on the plane." Right. You were just by yourself at the just airport. By myself. Okay. Uh. So I get a lift. I tell them. Uh, An LYFT. Uh, uh, An LYFT? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I tell them, uh, uh, I will post haste, get it wasn't me to my a, house. It wasn't a Uber? It wasn't a Uber. My dad says Uber. Uber. And uh, I give him, I go, I'll give you 40 bucks if you get me home as fast as you can. He got me as fast as I can. Um, How far? Uh, well, this is from the airport to my house. So, oh, yeah, DFW. Yeah, and okay. Okay. it's five o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, oh man! So I don't get to my house till seven. That's when did just you as fast as he can do it? After you got the phone call, how long did it take until it hit you that you weren't going to Peru? It wasn't until that night. It wasn't until oh, geez. It wasn't until uh, after about three or four hours searching and I went back home to go to bed mm-hmm. and I realized I'm not going to Peru. Okay. Did you, was the original plan to try and salvage the ticket somehow? Try to transfer it well, to the next day or something? Or I had, uh, I had figured that there's no way I'm going to find NASA in one day. Okay. There's just no way. I'll be lucky huh. if this takes a week. So, uh, <sighs> so I was basically like the trip's not happening. Okay. Jeez. Uh, next day, so I get, you know, I'm looking for my dog. I'm driving through the neighborhoods. My How long had you had NASA at this point? August, September, October, November, December, January. Five months? Five months. Okay. Long enough uh, to form a bond, yeah, obviously. Yeah, we had a bond. Um, you know, I go searching around the neighborhoods where we last saw her. And this was at, this her. Is at, the, uh, at the, the dog sitter's place not yours right right where okay, she yeah. last saw the dog and, and that's that's double suck because you know at least if it was at your house mm-hmm. you know that your puppy dog knows the neighborhood exactly. and probably is just going off on an adventure and will be back soon but in a strange neighborhood your your, your sweet puppy has zero zing, sense of zing, 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 yeah, yeah direction home base any of that stuff right. so yeah man i i end up uh so of course, at some point, I'm just like, my friend goes, you need to go to sleep. We can do this in the morning. And I start to think, you know, you're right, because if anything, NASA's asleep right now. She found a spot. Yeah. And she's sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I what, go. Was NASA chipped? Yes. NASA's chipped. Collar? Uh, the, the other, no, she slipped out of the collar. Oh, man. Uh, my okay. friend had grabbed her by the collar, and NASA did, a, a, we all know how dogs can do it, slipped out of the collar. Oh, yeah. Uh, my friend is not a dog person, so she didn't really kind of like, 
She reacted like someone who's never had a dog before. You know, you, you run after it. And you know how that thing the dogs do where they kind of oh, yeah. will run away from you as you get closer to them? She was doing hey, that. Hey, guess what? Cats do that more than dogs yeah. do. I, I've seen <laughs> but cats do that. But it doesn't matter if cats they, get lost. Well, well, <laughs> right. and, well, the thing is the cat will turn around and actually like show you it, the, the middle claw on its <laughs> paw. <laughs> and then it will move 20, further, 20 feet further away from you. Right. <laughs> it sucks. Uh Oh, but when I get home, I hire a bloodhound, a sniffer. Wow. And I did not know that. I didn't that know this yet. either. Yeah, wow. I hire it. By the way, they, they cost around $300. She shows up the next morning. An actual dog? Yes, an actual, not a bloodhound, but a dog that sniffs. I just said bloodhound because everyone knows German Shepherd or? Uh, it, it was a dog that was trained to do this. It, okay. it came, I, I reached out to some people who they have services. They're pet detectives, essentially. <laughs> and 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 so they righty yeah. <laughs> and so this woman uh, shows up now. There's a little bit of backstory. When I called her the night before, oh, that's my line, Frank. What are you doing? <laughs> she was a little out of it. This friend of ours? No, this um the the bloodhound owner. You think she's oh. drunk? Yes. Oh. Because the way she was talking to me and stuff. Now, this is her off time. She was probably at home. It sounded like she was just at home relaxing because she's freelance. I am terribly worried about the person I'm going to see the next morning. Yeah. (laughs) Gosh. Because of your experience with this person. Because of my experience on the phone. She's 100% professional. Okay. She's just like, hey, I'm here. uh, I need something to grab her scent, you know. So she's on her off time. She gets a call in the middle of the night. She's having a couple drinks. She's a little drunk. Everything's fine the next day. So anyway, she follows. uh, uh, We're getting calls from the city of Plano, which is where NASA was lost. Right. uh, Because I'm calling them all the time. Yeah. And they're going, hey, we got a report of a dog in this neighborhood. Oh. And so we'd go to that neighborhood, try to catch a scent. Nothing. I'd call again. They go, nothing new. Wow. I'd get a call to go, hey, we got a call a few blocks away from this neighborhood of an orange fat dog walking down the street with no collar. I go, that's NASA. That's me. <laughs> we go over there. Uh, they'd lose the scent. After about four or oh, five. Oh, wow. So, you now, know, I, you... I start at five in the morning. And this we is the next up, day. This is the next day. Holy we start at five in the morning. cats. And we go all the way up until about three in the afternoon, and <sighs> the bloodhound dog is tired. Yeah, okay. The woman that's been helping me is tired. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I we're not getting any leads. I I say okay. Thank you for your help. You've been a huge help. Um, we're just not getting anywhere. Wow. So she leaves. Uh, I get a call from the city of Plano finally at about four thirty. This is the best part of the story. There was a report of a of a dog walking into a Walmart looking for water. That fits your dog's description. Holy cow. Okay. I drive to that Walmart. It's NASA. Wow. Wow. She had wandered in there looking for water. The the people at Walmart had put a leash on her and gave her some treats from the store. Oh, man. NASA just... NASA acts weird. Her eyesight is different from her... Like, she'll see something, but she won't react to it. But if she smells it, she reacts. Okay. So she made eye contact with me. <laughs> 
I ran up to her. She sniffed my foot, gave it two big sniffs, and then she just jumped on. Oh, <laughs> man. And her tail is wagging, and she's hopping up and down. And then she runs to the car and jumps in the car. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she just knows. She just knows. Uh, happy ending. Uh, everyone was so helpful. Uh, just all the people who were helping me and stuff like that. NASA had an adventure for 24 hours. Wow. Uh, so at this point, now I'm trying to save my trip or see what I can do with the trip. First yeah. of all, I can't take the trip because NASA's freaked out. Sure. Uh, I mean, in fact, when we get home, she sleeps for almost 24 hours. No lie. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but I call up the... Uh, I had travels insurance. Okay. So I call them up and I tell them, hey, I need to I, I need to get my insurance on this. That was one reason why maybe I wasn't terribly worried. Sure. Okay. Uh, they do not cover loss of pet. Oh, as an no, excuse. Frank. You were joking me. They said, had it been medically uh, involved, like you got bad <sighs> diarrhea or something, bring us a doctor's note, we'll refund you your money. But I told them right off the bat, no, my dog got lost and I had to find her. I... And they go, oh, that's not on the reasons to oh, use insurance. So that is, oh man, I don't don't get me started on the scam. <laughs> that's the, horrible. The freaking scam that that is. But my dog's fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, and like you said, Brad, all these great pictures were being posted of the trip and the wedding. And uh, you know what? Say lobby. But I got my dog back. Yeah. You got got to cuddle with your puppy. Yeah. This is... That's pretty darn important. This is... You know, we've been doing this show for a long time, and we've been friends with Frank for a lot longer than that. Frank is one of the most genuinely wonderful people I've ever known. Thank you. You really are. Thank you. And the three of us don't get to spend a lot of time together. That's why the show is spotty at best lately. Um, But, you know, there are... There are people in our lives that we don't see all the time that we consider like true friends. And when you, you maybe you might not see them for, uh, there's people I don't see for, you know, a year. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll see them and it's like I just saw them yesterday. Yep. Yeah. You know, yep. I consider you guys, that's Thank the way, you. that's the way it feels to me when I'm around you guys. So, absolutely. It, it doesn't even, <clears throat> it doesn't even feel weird if it's been two or three months. Agreed. It's just like, hey, fist man, bumps, fist bumps all it's like freaking, love you, Brad. Love welcome you, to the house. Um, Here's some hugs. Love I'm super happy that that you found happy uh, ending NASA. Yeah. Now you have some news. Barry. Well, hang on. This friend of of yours, uh-huh. the, the house sitter. Mm-hmm. How is this? You've already said it was a she. How is she done with all this? Well, she was beside herself. Uh, Understandable. She uh, she really feels like, and this is her words, not mine. It's like I ruined your trip. I ruined this once in a lifetime. I know you were excited about it because I was talking about it a lot. Oh yeah, and stuff. And uh, has she forgiven herself? Uh, I hope she has because I've told her everything is fine. Yeah. everything is okay, and you know it's done. Is she uh, um, open up to edit this out. Is, is she still a coworker? Yeah. Okay. Cool. She's still a coworker. Okay. And uh, so you yeah. see her every day. Yeah, I mean, right. we see each other every yeah. day too. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it, it, it was an accident, and and there's nothing we can do about it. And uh, and you know, NASA's here safely. Yeah. Um. You know, goodness gracious, uh, I don't even want to think about it. But if we had not been able to find NASA, I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure what I would have done. Yeah. I, I because there there were a couple moments where uh I was sitting on uh I was standing in the middle of the street in the middle of Plano 
crying. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> a grown ass man crying, uh, uh, trying to find my dog, yes. and uh, I'm sure I looked pathetic. I, just, I, yeah. I get you. We, um, um, Maya, please don't tell Pepper this, but um, or or Kaya, God rest her souls. But mm. uh, probably my favorite dog ever was the dog that uh, was Oreo, uh, the mm. dog that uh, uh, Sasha had when uh, we first met, mm-hmm. and she was like this crazy ass looking dog she was like part border collie part blue healer and part chow and she just had this hair that went in every direction but she was the <laughs> smartest she was she was a she was a girl dog and uh she was the smartest dog i've ever been around uh, i would take her disc golfing with me and kind of like you it's like you know say you, you can go you know I take my dog to the park all the time. She doesn't have to be on a leash. Now your dog needs to be on a leash. Mm-hmm. You know, this dog did not need to be on a leash. I, I, she would hang out. I would, I'd be playing disc golf or whatever. And, um, she'd be over there sniffing some, some plants or whatever. She, maybe she'd find but, a nice mound of poo. Pepper, Pepper knows you're talking about another Sweet dog. She <laughs> came right up. I know. I'm cheating. And she's on like, her. "Don't forget about I'm, me." I'm <laughs> cheating on her emotionally. I'm sorry, Pepper. But uh, but this dog would go sniff around the edges. She'd be 30, 40, 50 feet away from mm-hmm. me, and I wouldn't even have to call for. Her. I'd you know I'd, I'd ching the the disc into the basket, and then I'd collect it, and I'd start walking off to the next hole. And she would uh, she would it would fairly quickly she would realize it and she would drop what she's doing she would trot right on over yeah. and she'd rejoin me and she never got tangled up with other dogs yada yada anyway so long story short she was amazing and she was great and just freaking loved her to death we were in the colony the original house um and uh um i i don't it's it's been long enough now i don't remember how or why she got out. i don't remember if she got out of gate in the backyard or, or the front door may have been open. I don't know how she got out, but I'm, I may have to start banging this. Yeah. Okay. But this anyway, a second. we, uh, we went and looked for her for, we went and looked for her for hours and could not believe we couldn't find her, could not believe that she hadn't come back. And it was one or two days later that, that we got a call from mm-hmm. the pound and they said that we think this matches your dog's description, mm-hmm. but this, this roadkill it's kind of hard to be sure and so yeah so it 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 could have been so much worse and to this day um uh i i you know unconsciously at at best i feel really responsible about that i don't even know why but uh um but yeah so it it could have ended so much worse than seeing that that dog butt out there on the back porch (laughs) you know just mind its own business being a good sweet thing so yes we're gonna get annoyed here. Okay. And, oh my god! Oh, oh geez! Oh geez! There you go. <sighs> so uh, I'm I'm sure during so the storytelling you heard a lot of that uh, that static. Yeah. It's gonna be a long show. That's okay. Okay, Brad. Please share. Years, Years ago, my brother started having seizures, like epileptic grand mal seizures and uh he had those and this was like over 10 years ago he had them under control uh with um medication they happened but they were rare okay and he it's been it had been a while up until about two months ago it had been a while since he'd had one and he was at his house in the side yard uh cutting wood up with the chainsaw and um he started 
to be confused about something. Huh. And he looked down at his hand and he saw the chainsaw and he was like, what is this? What do I, I do with this? I'm trying to think of a worse time for something like that yeah. to happen. Holy God. He's like, maybe I should wow. just set this down. Wow. So he set it down. And then he pulls his phone out and he goes, um, what is this? Well, I can't. How do I use this thing? Jeez. Okay. He knew he needed help. And then he finally figured out, oh, this is a phone. I need to text my wife. So he, he sends, she sends, he sends a text to his wife, Dana. And he says, I need help. And so she gets the text and she thought, oh, he just needs help with the firewood that he's cutting up. Keller, his son, go help your dad. So he goes out there and he immediately sees something's wrong with Kevin. He's very confused. Okay. And he calls his mom and said, there's something wrong with dad. I think he's having a seizure. So she says, okay, tell him to get in the truck and you drive it back. He's old enough to drive now. Yeah. And so this was not a, this is not a class. This is not a physical seizure. This was like a mental seizure. Well, kind it's, of thing, it's or? physical in it that okay. it's his brain. Right. Know, right. But, right, he, right, right. but he wasn't the, the class. I'm, I'm sorry. Not yet. Uh, it's but, not a, it wasn't a, okay. a full grandma seizure. Yeah. But like it's not he's on the ground. Yeah. It's not put foaming a, at the put mouth. a wallet and put a wallet in their mouth. And no, it's stuff. not that okay. yet. Okay. Well, so good. Uh, he says, Dad, you need to get in the truck, and I'm going to drive it back. Mom says, we need to come home, and he wouldn't get in the truck. So she, he called huh. his mom and said, he's not getting in the truck. He won't listen to me. So she runs out to the yard and basically yells at him until Kevin gets in the truck. Wow. So he gets in the truck, and then uh, they, to jump ahead a little bit, they discovered that he's he's had what – they're going to call, they've decided to call a neurological event. Okay. Um, and then they go to like an emergency room and they kind of wait till that calms down. And then a few days later, there's some other strange neurological event type seizure type things happening. And the doctors aren't going to want to call it a seizure because if they call it a seizure, then he can't drive for three months. Okay. So, uh, moving ahead a couple of weeks, more weirdness happens. And then I get a phone call from my sister-in-law. I think your brother's having a stroke. Oh, Every, all this like incredibly strange seizure stuff is happening. Yeah. So they take him to the emergency room and this is in Fort Worth. And they're like, they do an MRI, they do a CAT scan and uh, he's got, like, lesions in his brain. Okay. Mm -hmm. And his head is – I've never seen him in so much pain. Oh, jeez. Oh, so okay. he was like just, like, cringing, and he couldn't talk. All he could do was make sounds like, oh, gosh. Kevin, I'm here. Eh. He was just in a, an unbelievable amount of pain. So they this little hospital, Medical City – for no medical city alliance okay uh, couldn't decide they couldn't say it wasn't a stroke yeah so they said he needs to go to a, a comprehensive stroke center so they move him to medical city fort worth which is a comprehensive stroke center while he's there they do uh more tests cat scans the mri those doctors look at it and 
he was there for like two weeks. They did a spinal tap. They couldn't figure out what was wrong with my brother. And there, there's like, eventually we may have to do a biopsy. Okay. Now, depending on the location of the lesions in his brain, it can be a simple, like, pinhole type of yeah. deal. Okay. Or they might have to, like, literally cut a hole in his head. Like, depending on the size, it, it could get, like, quarter size or half dollar size. Oh, my God. It's like trepanning. Is it? Yeah. Is, was it... Was the idea to relieve pressure, or just no, they needed an access hatch they needed that to, big? They needed to figure out what these lesions were uh, yeah. in his brain. Okay. So, oh my gosh! Yeah, so they did all these tests. They they started eliminating, tried to eliminate all these possibilities. What could this possibly be? They went so far as to call in infectious disease doctors. Goodness, okay. who quizzed him on all these things, asked him on all these things. They did all this blood work, all these tests, MRIs, CAT scans, EKGs, EEGs, whatever that one is. They did all this stuff. Nobody could decide what was wrong with my brother. In the meantime, his head continued to throb and all this stuff. Um, and at this point, they'd officially said, okay, you've had a seizure. So, And he had just gotten a new job, and so now he can't work. Because he can't drive. Oh man! Well, I'm, okay. I'm, I suppose somebody could drive him to work, but he can't work because his head is not right. It's not thinking. Then he started experiencing, uh, in the in the first hospital he got transferred to out of the emergency room, he couldn't he couldn't read. He would look at his phone. And, like, say he was looking at um, the sentence, uh, the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. That was the sentence he was trying to read. He would see a sentence that said, that, that, 14, that, prayers, that, just random words strung together that didn't mean any sense. How does the brain do that? I don't know. So then... Ten minutes later, he would look at somebody's face, and he would see the words that he was trying to read ten minutes ago superimposed over their face. Then, yeah, weird stuff. Then, eventually, he started seeing those words up on the wall, and he would go back to looking, trying to read something on his phone, and he'd see additional words. And then, later on, he would see those words kind of show up. And then... He started to look at people's faces and would see arms growing out of the side of people's heads. Oh, my. Whoa. So his brain was not showing him. He was not processing properly. getting the wrong. Right. Then he started to lose his field of vision from the center over to the right, regardless of which eye he uses. Yeah. And it's currently to that. This has been a two-week process. Okay. He currently, as far as his vision goes, he can't see anything right of center. No matter where he looks, and it's both eyes, imagine so it's those headphones you're wearing. So we think it's his, his brain telling him he can't see anything from his nose over then, as opposed to... Correct. As opposed to a problem with his ocular nerve or something. That's Yeah, so there's... There's a lesion close to the occipital lobe of okay. his brain. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it has, we think, it has done something to his field of vision. So no matter where he sees, right? Like literally, like half he could see your face, huh. 
Frank, I'm looking at Frank across the table. He could see your face, but just to my right, your left, right about where your your face stops, mm -hmm. it fades off into nothingness, like gray oh, murkiness. Hard to use okay? to. Yeah. So no matter where he looks, yeah. he can't see. Imagine watching a movie yeah. and not being able to see anything on the right half of the screen. Oh, my it's gosh. Like horse blinders. Yeah. Um, imagine listening to headphones and not hearing anything out of the right speaker. That's not accurate because both of his yeah. eyes are working. Right. If he closed his right eye, he still wouldn't be able to see anything right of his center. <laughs> Same with his left eye. If he closed his left eye, he still wouldn't yeah. be able to see anything right of center. So that's still the way it is. So anyway, they eventually, this hospital in Fort Worth requested a transfer to the Zale Lipschey Hospital in Dallas, which is the okay. place to be in Dallas if you have brain problems. Okay. okay. So like our friend Shelby, who had all the, the brain problems. That's right. Living in Austin, she they didn't have the proper facilities to take care of this. So they transferred her to Houston to be, it was like the brain place. Yeah, okay. It just, close to where she was. It just happened to be in Houston. In Dallas, this is where my brother ended up going. So it's the brain place in Dallas. So... They ended up doing a biopsy, brain biopsy, where they cut a half dollar size hole in his head, and they went in, removed a penny sized okay. piece of his brain. You okay, Frank? Go on, go on. All right. Um, and they've examined it. I they mean, still did this. Was this a part of the brain that had like a lesion on it? Yeah, or? they removed okay. part of the lesion. Okay. Yeah. They still can't say that it's cancer. Goodness gracious. They still how? can't say it's not cancer. Do you have any idea how they, I mean, they've, they're, they're they've testing got this it. thing in a Petri dish. How do they not know? The doctor, the neurosurgeon at the Zale Lipschey, uh -huh. and this is like, again, this is the place to be for, yeah. for brain problems. They're stumped. This is like something new for them. Holy cats. Wow. Um, okay. They, they said it almost looks like a lesion that's been treated. Like it doesn't look normal to them. This is a case for house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in the meantime, and my brother's family, my poor family, my brother's son has Down syndrome. He's one of the smartest, most amazing kids I've ever seen. That's he? He's 14 now. The fact that he has Down syndrome is irrelevant to this story. But he was in the hospital for about a month fighting pneumonia and, and a virus and all this kind of stuff. Which I remember that. may or may not have been affected by his immune system. I'd say is that a byproduct being affected of the syndrome? By, I, I don't know, and I'm okay. not going to speak to that yeah. with any kind of authority because I just don't know. Okay. It's possible. I think it was. I think. So anyway, he fought that for a long time. That was obviously expensive. Then my brother's wife, Dana, her appendix burst, and so she was in the hospital oh for that. And now my brother's in the hospital for this. It's going on a month in some kind of health care, hospital health care for my brother, yeah. who is, throughout all of this, has remained positive, upbeat, happy. Good man. He believes, he knows, if he died tomorrow, he believes he knows where he's going and he's okay Beautiful. with that. Hmm. So he has remained upbeat and positive and he had to spend his 47th birthday in the hospital. Okay. Two days after he, they cut a hole in his head. He's got like 12 staples in the back of his head. Right. 11 now because one of them fell out while he was just laying in bed. 
But, in fact, when we're done here, I'm going to go to the hospital and hang out with him for a while. Good deal. Um, a friend of their, a friend of the family, unprompted, it was her own idea. She set up a GoFundMe account for my brother because oh, cool. they've had so much. It's raised an, an incredible amount of money. Oh, I'm just cool. shocked at people's generosity. Fantastic. By the way, I don't know. A little known fact: <clears throat> GoFundMe. Their yep. first, the first name they tried was GoFund Yourself, but. They couldn't get anybody to use their website for some reason, right. so they changed it to, right. to GoFundMe. Another uh, ironic note is that it uh, um, turns out that... Um, this is starting to make that noise again. Your your precious brother Kevin knows where he's going. And Frank, you're not going to want to hear this, but he might be going to Lima, Peru. Oh! So, Hang on yeah, a second. It's, Hang it's on. Kind of a, okay, so anyway, my brother okay, currently... So that's not now. fair. My brother currently has no... They don't have any answers. They're going to do... Apparently, going to do another spinal tap. Wow. Okay. The possibility remains that they would still have to do an even more invasive, m- very dangerous brain biopsy to oh try to figure out. Throughout all of this, now, his how much, wife. How much more dangerous does it get than what they've already done? The brain biopsy, the part that they're considering biopsying. I mean, are they going to give them like the, they're not going to give them the screw top head, no, are they? But the, the, the part of the brain they that they would consider biopsying is close to his speech center. Oh, okay, okay. So one of the effects of this, of doing the biopsy there is that it could affect his ability to speak. Jeez, okay. So It's one of those, they they have him conscious and responsive or as responsive as possible during these, don't they? uh, uh, No. Seriously, okay. my, My understanding was that was that the you know the brain was such a touchy thing? I know thing that happens, that, but at know. least for the, for the one biopsy that he's had, yeah. no, he and was out. Interesting, because yeah, I've always heard that that the brain itself doesn't have any pain receptors, and so you can do brain surgery without without making the subject, yeah, you know, black out from pain or whatever. Yeah. But you know, they they have the subject uh, awaken as responsive as, as he or she can be, so they can get instant feedback. Yeah, it's like they poke a little bit here and it's like you know if all of a sudden your right hand starts jerking yeah. or something they you know they know right i don't um, believe that's that, interesting that the but, uh, biopsy that, okay that he had I, I don't think it was like now they've done multiple mris they've done what's called functional mris okay where they ask him to think about certain things and yeah. so they can watch the right. brain doing their thing yes he had an angioplasty uh where they injected x-ray dye into his thigh yeah and it circles around into yep. the brain. So they took x-rays of his brain that came out negative. That didn't show what they wanted to see. Okay. So they're stumped, basically. Wow. And um, they just don't have any answers. And throughout all this, his wife, Dana, has been the best advocate for my brother. She's been asking the right questions and asking questions that doctors haven't thought of. She actually had wow. a doctor look at her after she asked a question and say, keep your thinking cap on. <laughs> That's beautiful. I yeah, love that. Like, wow. These people at the Zale Lipsy, they're open to everything. They're, of course they should be. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> but that's, that's really good to hear, though. He's He's been tired, you know, a lot from all the tests. He had a three-hour-long MRI the other day where he had to just – stay there lay on his head so this incision uh-huh. is i'll show you a photo of all the staples if you want to see it the incision is not in the center back of his head but like halfway between the center and his ear so okay. it's it's kind of on that okay. 45 degree angle of yeah. where they 
cut into his head. So he was laying on his the back of his you know on the back for three hours, and that started to get sore. Um, but again, he's Kevin and I are so different. I'm he is the brother that everybody would if they had to choose one of us to hang out with that it would be Kevin. <laughs> oh jeez, I'm serious. <laughs> And I told him, <laughs> it's true. It's just true. I mean, he is Mr. Positive, and I'm not. Okay. I would be the kind of patient that nobody would, would want. I'd be like, he's gone through so much throughout all this, and I told him if I had to pick a non-fictional person to be my hero, it would be him because he's inspiring, and uh, you know, we had our problems when we were kids. You know, I beat him up every day. When we were kids, oh, I would so hit him. I might not sibling. beat him up. Yeah, of course. I would hit him. You'd I would smack beat him. him up. I'd hit him, smack him, yeah. push him, whatever, every okay. day. And yet, for some reason, he still loves me. <laughs> so, okay. as it stands now, as of yesterday, when I spoke to Dana, there are no hard and fast answers. He's the possibility of an, an additional, more invasive biopsy exists. They're going to do another spinal tap to examine more things. They're running him through a bunch of tests. Luckily, because it was a hospital requested transfer okay, from the Fort Worth hospital to the Dallas hospital, their insurance has covered it so far. Thank goodness. The, wow. The Zale Lipschey hospital is out of their insurance network, but because yeah. it was a hospital requested oh, transfer, okay. that was a big... Deal. That that's just life changing. But you never know. Yeah. The, the insurance could go. Well, he was transferred there for the biopsy, and he's had the biopsy, and he's recovered from yeah. that. So, okay. as far as we're concerned, we're done yeah, with this. So I, we, I, I've had to deal with with insurance stuff too. You just need to stay, stay on it, and it, it's a lot of bills and stuff like yeah. that. But you just need to. Sometimes it's just a, a a billing code that you just need to make a call, and it's fixed. Sometimes it's painful, but yeah, hopefully. interesting. So. Blessings we, to your brother and yeah. Paris, your brother, and I know that that's said a lot, but uh, my goodness gracious, uh, you know, I, I was reacting to your descriptions a lot because I just was imagining it, and he sounds like a very strong man. I know he is. Uh, blessings to his, bro- to his family and you and to your mom and dad because that's their my son. My mom's beside herself. Yeah. And I've, my dad prides himself on keeping his, quote-unquote, my words, not his, more embarrassing emotions hidden. Okay. Keeping his and wits about him. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping Still a brave face. Him. Yeah. Yeah. My words, not his. But, yeah, I'm, I'm man, not, I haven't seen I'm my dad guy. this vulnerable in a long time. I, so. I couldn't imagine. There, there's no way I would, I, I would not be stoic in, so, in that I mean, situation. It, it's, his future remains up in the air still. And if I think about it too much, I just I don't I just yeah. kind of get like a big bowl of jello. I just don't know what to do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. It's like you don't know what to do. Um 
Yeah, I, I know. Uh, uh, when uh, when Sage was first born, uh, he was eight days old, and we had to take him back to the hospital because he had contracted uh, RSV. Uh, it's good thing virus. he was still under warranty. Huh? Yeah, no doubt, a little warranty work for Sage. Um, <laughs> but while he was there, you know, again, this is this is eight days after the birth, and uh, so he's in there, and it's uh, just coincidentally, um, it was a, they had him in a, a they had him as the one single patient in a double bedroom. And so uh, Sash said, I'm just going to stay here. I'm just going to stay here. I'm just going to sleep in the other bed. It's yeah. perfect. And it was. A um, couple days in, uh, I get a call that uh, she's been rushed down to the emergency room. And her blood pressure was so low that, that they thought it was, it was really, really dangerous. They were really worried about her. They had to, like, invert her and pump her full of fluids. And um, uh, just they just had to – they, they – fixed what they thought it was and they uh um the original plan um i get a call you know and, and all this is explained to me and they said okay um so take her home keep her comfortable and just you know give her two aspirin and just you know let us know if anything changes and she's like no i'm just i'm gonna go back up to the room and i'm gonna stay with sage and um uh the next evening um, I happened to be there and, um, she kind of, she kind of, she kind of got out of bed. She was still feeling bad and she, she just started to faint and, uh, I ended up, I ended up catching her and, uh, you know, you always expect that like Hulk like strength in a moment of crisis or whatever, but she just became just, just dead weight. And so it was kind of all I could do just to, to, you know, I, I, I grabbed her and I kept her from falling and conking herself or something but it was pretty much all i could do to just kind of lay her down gently you know you know cradle her head and stuff like that um and thank god took her back downstairs same thing um turns out uh it was a uh, it was most likely an infection she had picked up um during the birth mm. uh, at, at the uh, the first hospital wow and um we spent we spent three or probably about three days, three full days. Uh, thank goodness. Mother-in-law Pat was down here, uh, minding, uh, Zoe at the time. So, you know, and, and work had always been very kind about, uh, working, you know, with our schedules and stuff. So I didn't have to worry about any of that stuff. Um, so I was able to spend a, you know, a great deal of time with uh, kiddo and, and her. Um, but there were, I'd say twice I, uh, I walked out of the hospital, um, to drive home or to go get something to eat or to do whatever. And just kind of had to stop in the middle of the, the, the parking lot on the way of the car, just like you, Frank, you know, in the middle of the street, you know, just like you probably damn near every second you're, you're conscious right now. But you know, it just, the, the weight of everything just hits you. And, and I, you know, it was the same situation. They didn't know why she was like this. They didn't know exactly what was affecting her so badly. And they literally brought in, it was medical city, uh, uh, medical city, Dallas, uh, at uh, force 75, uh, mad props to you guys down there because they had, uh, their version of Dr. House. And they brought him into the case. It took him um, uh, about two days, and he finally uh, came up with a diagnosis, and they ended up fixing her, and she's been fine since then. But yeah, there were there were a couple of there were a couple of different moments where I, I walked out of the hospital, and I, I truly wondered if 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 me and the kids were going to lose her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I really 
I, I really honestly thought that that there's a chance that that you know that they won't be able to figure it out, and you know there's just there's no way to prepare for that. Um, so yeah, just you know what you're going through, and I think uh, you know way way too many of us uh, on this planet have uh, have uh, been there in some form or another. Um, you know, well, I think uh, you know unless you're unless you're really really solid in your faith or whatever, you just kind of have to, you know, you have to try to, you know, bring as much good karma and good thoughts. And, you know, I've always believed that, you know, positive, you know, positive energy and positive thinking. I think your brother is probably doing the exact right thing. Well, what else is it's it's built? Well, it's also, it sounds, you know, from the way you've always described him. uh, And I've met him, uh, I've met him a number of times. Uh, I don't certainly don't know him as well as you do, but, um, just the fact that I've known he him most of my life, most of your life. Um, um, uh, yeah, I, I do think that I haven't known him as long as you have, yeah. but it's pretty good. Yeah. But I, I think that positive attitude, uh, you know, we, there have been, there have been scientific, you know, scientific bits of research over and over again that have proven that, uh, oftentimes the placebo is as effective as the actual medication. If you believe it's the medication Yeah, that you're, you're, your body and your brain do amazing things that that our science cannot explain. And I'll just I'll I will say about uh, about seventy two prayers that um, that that all works in uh, your precious brother's favor. Thanks. Yeah, it's uh, I've been surprisingly I've held it together. I think because I have to at this point. Yeah, there was one time when yeah. I broke down, and I thought, "Okay, that's not going to do me any good. I can't function like that." No, but you've got to have that catharsis at some point. Yeah, you've you've got to you've, you've got to flip that pressure valve and, I know. and just let and, it go. And sometimes, but yeah, wallowing in it long term is no good. But you you got to you got to hit that pressure valve. You know, I see my mom, and my and my. My dad's holding it together as best he can for my mom, who's yeah. a wreck. She has her good days. Yeah. I think just the uncertainty is oh, yeah. is yeah. the main thing. And, you know, I, I could say so much more about my attitude during this whole thing and my belief system and how it's changed over the last several years, but I won't go into that. Um, but, you know, I think that... Part of me wants an answer, good or bad, yeah. the because un- the uncertainty is is the hardest part. Oh my gosh, yes. You know, if I knew that my brother had brain cancer, that would suck. But then there's a starting point to dealing with that. Yeah, right. at least you get on the road to trying to help yeah. it. And you know, the, like I said, he had the MRIs and the the lesions had changed size and shape within a week. So, uh, really, yeah, they just got growing bigger, smaller. I mean, were they growing? They just, okay, you know, but not like scaringly growing, but yeah. just not in like a cancerous way. I guess, but like, like they said, they can't look at it. They couldn't just look at it and go, "Yep, that's cancer." God, that's yeah. so, but then they yeah. can't go, "Well, it's not cancer." I just, I, I'm so. I'm so curious as to how they they can look at it and not know. It's just, yeah. it's really, 
it's really interesting and uh wish it was more than a moot point yeah so <sighs> anyway, well i hope they figure it out yeah and uh and i hope they find it fine no doubt uh, soon and uh i just uh, uh all we can do is just uh pray for him i do have one piece of advice um don't have kevin stay with uh, frank's friend that okay would be awful yeah it would be if yeah. we lost Kevin that way. Yeah, he'd be running around. Yeah. Yeah. There's that yeah, humor we referenced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Frank and I both had, you know, a sad story. Yeah. We don't want to leave you out if you had something you wanted to I had, share well, with us. I'm, it was kind of hard for me. I mean, I don't want to bring the room down or anything. But, it, um, how, it, it, down, could, it couldn't get. I, well, okay, it's a good point. Couldn't get more um, down. Well, I um, I did uh, yesterday. Um, I had a, a coworker of mine. Um, I don't even know where to go with this because I, I just I wasn't expecting this to happen. Um, you know, I mean, you never do. Uh, these kind of things sneak up on you, and, and you just yeah, you I you know again it's just is the age old question how do you how do you deal with something like this that you weren't expecting you know well, what kind of reactions do you have you know is it is it nature nurture yada 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 well, um so um so he got married yesterday and um uh he had asked me about six weeks ago you know would you be okay um basically being a dj Oh, and he'd created the playlist and stuff, so I wasn't spinning my own music, which was a shame. But of course, I'm, you know, of course, yes, yes, of course, I would love to help a, you know, brother out, a workmate, you know, um, someone who's, you know, I haven't, I've been there for about a year. You know, uh, you know, like all of us, we've all got lives and, you know, wives or ex wives, new wives or, you know, just, just lives in general. And so, you know, unlike when we were, 22 you know you don't hang out you know with your co-workers a whole lot right. but I, I but he's he's becoming someone i, I do consider a, a friend and so it was easy to say yes I, I would love to help you out of course um and another another one of our co-workers uh george agreed to uh take care of uh, a lot of the videography he wasn't the official photographer but he took care of you know running some cameras and he has this cute this cool little thing called an osmo which is kind of a the world's smallest uh uh uh, gimbal chip. yeah yeah exactly right um but uh, we got out there and um um where they had me set up was on tile and i was in dress shoes and i had to stand on that tile for like 12 hours and my feet are killing me right now You've been listening to Half Hour Wasted, proud member of the HHWLOD podcast network. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at Half Hour Wasted. Leave us or any of the HHWLOD shows a voicemail at 972-798-3830. And until next week, I'm Frank. I'm Brad. I may be the worst human I know. (laughs) We'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted.